sorry, I can't see. Well, that's Delicious all right. cake mm. and slightly warm. Still warm, is it? Did now, you make up the recipe, did you? A little bit, yeah. It's mm. based on a lemon drizzle cake, but mm. I didn't have any lemons, so I thought no I'm going to put some poppy seeds in there, which oh, I like a poppy seed cake. Ideally, a poppy seed lemon cake. Mm. And then... Mm. Um, Yum. I'm quite into cardamom these days. Oh, I love for cardamom. all kinds of reasons. And um, <clears throat> I thought, well, I'll put a bit of cardamom and some ginger in there and see what that's like. Is it working out? Or oh, it's absolutely wonderful. It was ginger powder, was it? Because mm. mm. um, oh, it's not bad, is it? It's just so warm and oh, it's toasty. Oh, it's very gentle, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely, really subtle and lovely. Oh, that's good. Isn't it good? Oh, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Well, mm. I've been putting um, ginger in things, but chopped up, chopped up. I've cooked it with rhubarb. Ginger. Yeah. And um, also, cardamom's very nice with rhubarb as yes. well. Yeah. Oh. Delicious, yes. Cardamom. What did I say? Card cardamom. Cardigan. Card cardigan. Cardamom. That's what this is, cardamom, right? Card cardamom? I can't taste any cardamom. No, it's um, ginger. Is it? Did you put cardamom ginger in cardamom. here? Ginger cardamom, yeah. Mm. Anyway... <clears throat> very, very subtle. I should, um, we should introduce ourselves. We should, really. So, who well, are I'm you, then? I'm Timberlina, and, um, and we're here in my kitchen, and, and I'm Timberlina, the world's number one environmentally friendly drag lady. Mm. And who am I with? Well, I'm Justina, and I'm environmentally friendly-ish, drag-ish sometimes, <laughs> ish, a bit draggy today, uh, eco-person. Mm. And um, so I'm always happy to speak about such things. And she bought me a lovely present today. We're here in my kitchen, by the way, just yeah, uh, enjoying kitchen. a cup of tea and homemade cake. Nice cup of tea cake. with soy milk. Very nice. Yes. And yes, delicious cake. I mean, and again, you know, soy milk. I mean, I didn't know whether to have soy milk because obviously soy is not very good for the ground. No. Well, <coughs> same dilemma. Um, I th I use um, almond milk. Who? Uh, then almond milk. Right, but you see that. But I know, Same. supposed to use tons of water, gallons of yes, water. Yes, got a song about that. <coughs> I think we should all resort to having a cow in the back garden. Well, I quite like that idea. Mm. Or we could have community cow. Community cow, that would so, work. You know, I make share. my own oat milk as well, that's what I will do. Do you? Oh, yeah. Have wow. It's ever so easy. Is it? Well, you get your oats, mm. and depending on how thick you want, the mil how milky you want it. Mm. So I'll do it in a litre jug. So if I want it to be thicker or like mm. a more richer, mm. I'll put up to the 200 mil line oats, maybe a bit more. Mm. Bit of um, rapeseed oil, plain vegetable oil. I guess you could use canola. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or um, is canola sunflower seeds? Anyway, one of those vegetable oils, not okay. virgin oil, because that would taste well. And then I put a tiny little dab of vanilla essence. Yes, you'd need that, yeah. Yes. And then I top it up with water up to the one litre mark. Yeah. And then I leave it overnight. And? The next morning, I strain it all through a sieve. Right. And then I push, push it through the sieve. Then you get the really creamy bits. Yeah. And then what I might do is use the oats, the wet oats, as a sort of bursher base. For a muesli, a bursh, Excuse muesli, me, like a <coughs> Bircha. Oh, Bircha. Bircha. Wow. I'll tell you because I used to live in Switzerland. I knew you were going to say that. <coughs> and we used to, on the Swiss, maybe not nowadays, but then, in the olden days, yeah. they used to have 
a very strange afternoon tea on Sundays. Mm. So you'd make becher muesli mm. and you'd soak the oats overnight on Saturday and you would add everything, cream, yogurt, nuts, fruit, fresh <gasps> fruit, dried fruit, um, <clears throat> everything. And we'd have it for tea on Sunday afternoon with a cup of tea and mm -hmm. bread and butter. Mm. And it was so yummy. I felt one of those things you feel you can eat, just go on eating it forever. Both can use it with the bread and butter. With bread and butter, I know. On I the bread and butter? <coughs> I suppose well, it As must a topping? No, 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 no. no you just the had the bread and butter on the side. But I suppose like a lot of things from other countries, um, it's probably poor food. Right. Uh, Cucina povera. See. As yeah, see. Um, so because you'd always have oats, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you probably could grow yeah, them up the mountainsides, yeah, exactly. and then um, what and was left of and your fruit? And and left yeah, over, exactly. Maybe a bit of off milk. Absolutely. Milk might have gone totally. Off a bit, yeah, just like making in. a pizza or a bit of lemon you know, rind. Whatever. Oh, it is. whatever. Yeah. I think it. that's probably where it came from, but it was it was um, it was this geezer called Dr. Birchabena, oh. who Birchabena who um, gave it his name. So um, anyway, sorry, that was a bit no, of a digress great. there. What um, what did you say about it? I love a Bircher music. Bircher muesli. <laughs> and of course, now I can correct everybody else. What you, <laughs> you can tell a little story every time you make your oat milk. Mm. So with the squash oats, I'll have made a birre style mm. muesli, mm. and then with the rest, but well then you've got your milk, see, mm. separately. Or porridge. You can make porridge, mm. absolutely. Mm. But the oat milk's really good, and I love an oat milk. I just don't like paying two pounds for it. No, I think that's. I'm going to try that because, um, but I do find oat milk a bit, um, a bit sort of bland and a bit tasteless. Mm. Um, but maybe if you make your own, that sounds. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to have an experiment. And again, you can have it, yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, I think that's the joy of it, is you can mm. experiment with it. Maybe a little bit of maple syrup just to sweet it up. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, the, 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 the permutations are endless, aren't they, Indeed really? Indeed, they mm. are. Yeah. Now, when, when, when you came in, <coughs> when you arrived, you gave me a present. I did. And I'm looking at it now, because I just done my washing up. And I oh. said, oh, I'm not using those at the moment, but I'm using a loofah. But what have you got me? You've got me an eco-coconut scour. Well, this is it's a rather lovely thing. Um, look at this. It's just beautiful. Oh, wow. Isn't that lovely? <gasps> it's and even it, like it's, one of those hair It's like, a, yes, a sort of <laughs> fake, fake thing you put to make Ooh. a big bun on your head. And it's made of coconut hair. I'd like to take a picture of that and stick and it on isn't the it podcast. And there's two in there. There's two, yes. So... Um, well, I'm still using my first one. How long has that two lasted? Months, two months. For? Two my months, great. One, yeah. And it's still going. Because you don't need it if you've just got a little bit of yogurt on your plate or something. No, you don't but need it. It's the saucepans. It no, exactly. It gets absolutely. in all the bends and everything. It's wonderful. Oh, that's brilliant. It's lovely. And then just rinse it through so it doesn't get smelly. Or and yours is still going after two months. That's great. Yeah. Wonderful. So this is instead of a scouring pad, is mm -hmm. what you might say. Yeah. Which are, you know, awful kind of. Well, plastic ones, all the metal ones plastic, as well. I mean, aren't they? I know. Me. Well, I have got one of those brushes that's made of wood with bristles on the end. What like kind of bristles? Oh, okay. You know. A washing um, up one. But they're not good for everything. No. So, what are yeah. those bristles made of? Well, there's some that are made with nylon 
and some, if you, you have to hunt, are made with proper, proper, um, whatever bristles are made from. Bristles, I suppose, they're made bristles. from bristles. Bristles. Do you think they're um, wild boar bristles or they might be, uh, might animal they? bristles? Mm. They have been known. Yes, I can imagine. don't know what, see, I've got my trusty uh, spider web brush specifically. Oh, it's beautiful. designed to be, it's a German yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they might be hair of something, which is a little bit... Um, you can't go wrong with natural, can you? But you can't, you can't really go, go wrong, wrong with natural. No. The um, a lot of these um, cleaning products, they um, they're nylon and they're static, so they don't really function very well. And um, then also the sprays that a lot of people use, like um, um, what to call it, the hyg the hygiene spray that uh, restaurants like use. Everyone uses yeah, them. Mr. Yeah, muscle and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. They um, they actually attract um, things. So if you wipe a surface, I've noticed oh, when it dries, static. and you go back Zik. later, yes, and then it's got dots on it, little hairs, bits of fluff. So I'm not sure about those either. That's interesting. I'll tell you what, though, white vinegar doesn't attract anything. No, it doesn't. It gets does stuff it? clean. Yeah, and what I do, what I've always done is I use, I cut up old towels. And when they've done, or T-shirts, and I um, use them to clean windows, Do wipe you know, the tops. I reckon a T-shirt fabric would be quite a good substitute for microfiber cloths. Oh, microfiber, they're static as well. They're static as well. It would. A T-shirt, I use old flannels. and Polishing and then your, you know. If, if they're still in tats. good nick, I... Um, I, c I cook them. No, don't cook them. No, what do I do? I put them in the washing machine on mm. number 90. Um, so give them a hot wash? Very, very, very hot wash. Um, but then I wait till I've got all the tea cloths, I've got everything, anything white or that I've been used for cleaning. And in one way you could say, well, a hot wash uses lots of energy, but it's only about every couple of months. Yeah. So it's okay, I think. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And then when they get a bit yucky, you can throw them away. Yeah, absolutely. And you've also recycled your T-shirts and whatnot. Exactly, exactly, yes. Because um, I've been trying to find an alternative to the microfiber cloths because I accidentally got a bit obsessed because I've got quite a lot of chrome tabs. No, you can, you, can buy the, you can buy cotton ones, just invest in some, and then you can just wash them again and again and yeah, again absolutely. and again. Yeah, absolutely. There's always a way, always a way. Well, um, I I now recently get um, my empty bottles filled up at the, at market, the farmers market on a yes, Wednesday, on a Wednesday. And I still haven't found that store. Oh, yet. Well, she she's may you may have gone. Two weeks, no, she's she not. She's there every week <gasps> now. She oh. missed one week recently, but um, she has everything, and she herself is slowly, slowly working towards being plastic free and everything and um so that's one thing yes white vinegar is very good great. Yeah, white lemon vinegar. juice bicarb yeah very good all, all those things yeah um yes you don't don't even need lemon lemon's good isn't lemon's it amazing. did i say lemon yeah lemon, no, yeah, lemon's no, good lemon is yeah. amazing yeah so this is the lady who comes to the wednesday farmer's market which yeah. is behind the sinkport pub in the car park Sink at the Port back, Street, yes. In the car park at the back. Yeah. And she's... Uh, I had a, a nice <coughs> talk with her yesterday. In Rye. Yeah, in Rye. 
um, and she sells other things as well. Uh, she's just started up the business, and I think it's probably a bit difficult to start, but she will. She will pick. It will she's pick up. She's got a lot up. of um, people going. I can she's got people now that go regularly. Yeah. Um, and I, I think as the word spreads, uh, it's going to accelerate sort of quite Did quickly she do it at some else? point. Sorry. Are you aware that if she does it anywhere else, obviously other countries. Well, she was are doing available. it. She was doing it. But then she decided that she, uh, she was going to other farmers' markets. <coughs> she comes all the way from Tunbridge Wells, quite a long way. Oh, right. <coughs> and, um, sorry, did you say where we were? Yeah, you did. I did, you? yeah, yeah, I've said that we were in Rye. Yeah. In a little anyway, it's quite a long way. Um, and mm. um, then she dis she realised she had to be here every every week. To make it so a bit more good. worthwhile. Yeah. 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 Um, so good Great, well, her. I'm glad she's there every week, so I must... Um, Although there. I need to run out of stuff first, I haven't well, really I know, run out of. I haven't run out of gubbins yet. Also, I don't throw any glass jars away if the lid's good. I keep all the plastic. If ever I have to buy something mm. in a plastic bottle, I keep it. So I've got an enormous collection now. Um, plastic bottles. Yeah, and I've also <laughs> discovered that um, I can freeze. You can freeze things um, in the in the freezer with um, in glass. Can you? Yes, I've, I decide to experiment. So you <coughs> have to leave a gap in the top of the glass yes. of about an inch. Um, because of the because, expansion. Yeah. And then when you take it out, I was a bit worried that it was going to explode or something. But actually, I just ran the jar under the cold tap just quickly and then did that every few minutes. Okay. And then <coughs> eventually you can sit it in warm water and before too long it's, it's all ready to come out of the jar. So I'm really pleased about that. What sort that. of thing would you have in it? Well, I I always make um, chicken stock from my chicken. Ah. I cook a chicken. And soup and um, things like stewed fruit or um, other fruit that you freeze, like raspberries or black currants. Yep. Neighbour give, gives me lots of black currants. Yippee. And um, so I'm very happy about that. So my You wouldn't think about, like, because I quite like a syrup, you know. Or not a syrup, or you know, at least sort of preserving them. Like maybe not necessarily a jam, but just yeah. spending them in. Well, I mean, rum is something that I've used before. Uh, but um, <coughs> you know, uh, yeah. Well, no, um, I th a sugar oh, yes, syrup. of course, yes, yeah. absolutely. Anything. I think we're so new to this. We've got to go back to the old yeah. ways in the in the old in the country. Do you know what I did on Saturday? Well, I, I you couldn't come because you had friends over. Sunday yes. it was, and I made. Um, I made pasta, I made tagliatelle by hand. You made it? It was so oh. easy. I didn't have a pasta yeah. machine. I don't, I don't mm. want one. Don't no. want one. Don't need no. one. No, no. Um, so it was so easy. Did you have the double zero flour? I had the double zero flour, mm. which in fact I had freegand from the um, health food shop. Oh, very good, yeah. Well, I shouldn't actually say this live, but I mean, it just kind of like maybe gone beyond its expiration date. But I don't necessarily think that well, flour is too you're bad. You're going to you know cook I mean? it, aren't flour, you? And you're also, you're going it. to cook it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I got the free flour. So all your friends are sort of suffering still with their stomach. Cause, oh, no, they're not. They're fine, Justine. Of course they are. Of course they are. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, anyway, so. And that was I'm great. Very. And it was so easy. And I'm then I had a wild, wild garlic um, pesto, which uh, was. And uh, what did you add gorgeous. to that? So the wild, what's the wild garlic pesto? The wild garlic pesto is you a big bunch of wild garlic. We're just what, kind of at the end of it. With that then, did you? Uh, yes. You, then I uh, fried up some uh, pine nuts. Yeah. 
I didn't fry them up. I warmed them up in a saucepan. I toasted them is what I did. Yeah. And then I added that to the wild garlic and some parsley as well, actually, mm, and lovely. some seasoning, salt and pepper. Yeah. And I blitzed that. Mm. And then I added parmesan as well. Yeah. Parmesan yeah. now. Yeah. Quite a lot of that. Yeah. And blitzed that as well. And then added the olive oil. That must have been delicious. To get delicious. the right consistency. It was. Delicious. If you're very good, you might be able to have a little taste delicious. after Delicious. Well, after I, I made some, uh, actually, <coughs> myself. And I used um, toasted hazelnuts. Just oh, I read a recipe with hazelnuts. How was the hazelnuts? Just delicious. In the Absolutely. If, you, if you're a hazelnut lover, which I'm a I great am. lover of hazelnuts. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Yes, the, the, I mean, the, the garlic, uh, the wild garlic so strong, isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, oh, it's so punchy. It's amazing. Um, yeah. and The flowers um, are great too. Have you ever tried eating the flowers? Yes, I lovely have. to dress them on a salad. Lovely in a salad, yes, they are lovely. It's a shame we've... Yeah. No, it's nothing like it, because I'm not a great pasta eater myself, because um, I just find it a bit bland. But when you get a really, mm. really good sauce on it, um, or a changes pe- good its pesto. whole. It does, thing. yeah. And it was—I don't know—it was very satisfying having it homemade because it was super fresh and just—you know—you didn't have to worry about it being al dente because it was already, already so lovely and soft. Yeah. And you pop that in the boiling water for like two minutes, and it's done. And you just make a little bit at a time. It was lovely. It was so really, really great. Tell me, did you roll it out and <coughs> cut it into rolled strips? Rolled it out and rolled it and rolled it and rolled yeah. it and rolled it and kneaded yeah. it and kneaded it and kneaded it and then I rolled it and rolled it and rolled it and I'm rolled so it. So impressed. It was very, very thin. And did you hang it over the, the, the drying <laughs> rack, did you? I didn't. Next to your I pants? didn't even do that. No, no I just put no. it straight in. I, uh, wow. I used the uh, rolling pin as yeah. a ruler. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just cut strips really quickly. Oh, Rolled the I'm rolling so pin. Impre- and strip, now strip, now strip, I strip, want strip, to do strip, it strip. now. And then just toss that straight into the pan. Gosh, I really Two want minutes. to do that now. You've it was really so much fun me. and so quick and yeah. so easy. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, my goodness. That's, that's amazing. It's another um, one of those things that we pay all this money for. And I it's know. It's supposed to look so complicated. And I it know. turns out it's really easy. Yeah. Well, um, I was talking of um, what to put on pasta. Yeah. One of the nicest recipes I've ever made to go on pasta yeah. is, again, I think probably kind of poor food from the South. Okay. And it's just um, garlic, um, oregano, oregano, mm-hmm. we call it. And an toasted breadcrumbs, <gasps> and it's Ooh. the most. I can't. I cannot describe it to you. You to, you 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 fry the um the garlic, and then you add the oregano, <sighs> and then you add the breadcrumbs Ooh. that you pre-toasted, and then throw it all on in olive oil. It's oh my Absolutely, goodness. you must try. You it. Can't and go wrong with it that. costs nothing. No, exactly. Well, it's like a. Is it gazpacho that you'd make with? Is it something else? And you use wet bread in that, and you oh, soak uh, it in no, vinegar. Oh no! Oh, what's it called? What's it I called? can't remember. Uh, do you know the one I mean? I do. And, I, I and used and, um, to love it. My yeah. Um, and tomatoes. It's Tuscan. It's Tuscan recipe mostly. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! <coughs> yes, I did know. I've eaten it. Yeah, lots of times. It's oh, not it's a gazpacho, is it? Because no, that's Spanish, isn't it? I can't think of the name of it. Um, it'll probably come to me in the middle of the night. But again, a really simple mix of I know olive oil, mm. tomatoes, mm. and mm. I guess you use an old bread. Well, you? actually, gazpacho is like that, but you whiz it, don't you? Yeah, you whiz it. Yeah. And it's cucumber, tomatoes, cucumber, olive oil, tomato, and bread. bread. Mm. And so, but the Tuscan one is um, loads of vegetables. It's all your leftover bits and pieces of veg, 
and then you put the I think you maybe you toast the, you put the bread in the oven for a bit cut it up and put it in at the last minute oh I really can't remember the, the name but it's delicious yeah I've got some cucumbers in the garden growing on the uh, on the vertical grower that you gave me the, yes, the plastic was, from your mattress. Yes, how is it? Is it working? It is. Um, well, thus far it is. I am a bit concerned that maybe the rain can't get to every level and I might need to put it on a jaunty angle. For those of you at home who are absolutely wondering what I'm talking about, um, <clears throat> I found a structure, shall we say, that looked like a sort of discombobulated upside-down staircase with the slots between the stairs. So, you know what I mean? Like when you go up the mm. stairs and you can see between the mm. steps. Mm. And so what I've done is Justine very kindly had some a sheet of plastic from a, a new mattress delivery. Very, very thick plastic. So I've taken that plastic and I have lined the, um, the gaps and... And I'm now using it's now fixed to the fence, so I've got a v vertical grower. It's very hard to describe that on a podcast, I have to say. So what? Yes, I I agree. I was thinking um, <coughs> library shelves, but no, I, I don't know. Store. It's like a display thing, isn't it? Because the, they're staggered. Yes, Each level staggered, exactly. isn't it? Yes. And how was? Did you get some nice compost to go in it? Well, yes. Uh, two things there. I I, I did buy some um, John. Uh, what do you call it? Innis. Innis. John yes. Innis. But um, then also I have my lovely compost heap, which brilliant, brilliant, is amazing because it's very small, but and yet it's just compact so very quickly. I don't Doesn't know. It does it? Yes, right. it's, it's, it's amazing. Just, yeah. So I've taken some of the um, compost from the bottom of that, which is so rich and lush yes, and must yes. be five years old, and mi mixed it in with the. So I've mixed it in with that wonderful. as well. So it's sort of mulchy, yeah, as well on the top. So that, that's hopefully will keep it moist enough. Yeah, we were at Great Dixter two days ago, mm. which is, uh, for those of Wonderful. you that aren't aware, is an historic house lived in by the famous gardener called, I want to say Keith. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, yeah. not Keith Lloyd. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. Oh, I Keith don't know why. Floyd. Keith no, Floyd. No, no, he was the, uh, he <laughs> he was was the crazy the chef, wasn't he? Yes, Christopher Lloyd, it's in a little place called Northium in East Sussex also. It's got the most beautiful gardens, and uh, we went over to buy some uh, project, some plants for, for uh, Andrew's um, Andrew's decking, and um, but it's a working garden. Yes, so what I love about right. it is you go there and there's loads of gardeners doing stuff. And one of the chaps was actually they had, they had these huge, huge compost heaps, and they'd cut it through. It was like a giant cake. So they cut it through, wow. and so they've got all of this amazing compost, and then they have this amazing device, which is sort of like a, uh, a metal mesh, um, on the, uh, sort of uh, like a wigwam. Uh, on one side, it's got the metal mesh, sort of one mm. centimetre wide mm. metal mesh thing, mm. and then the other side is a bit of sacking, and it mm. sort of sits there, kind of folds up, sits there. So that you, you dig up this compost, and then you throw it through the mesh, which then turns it into beautiful soil, wow. really light, yeah. and then the, um, the sacking stops it from, you know... How get, wonderful. Getting... Yeah. Well, in, in a lot of uh, passes by his eyes, yeah. but just yeah. keeps it all very confined. And I just thought, oh my goodness, what a what an amazingly simple procedure yeah. to keep things all very contained I and also create this amazing new soil. Uh, and again, I a very simple procedure. Yeah. It, well, this is the amazing thing, isn't it? Mm. You, I wonder if if that was designed by Christopher Lloyd. I wonder if it was. Or yeah, has exactly. been used since his day. Um, exactly the thought that went through my yeah. mind. 
because um, I've noticed whenever I go to Great Dixter, the um, people that work there, they're sort of apprentices, and I remember I had a mm. conversation with a Japanese lady who was doing an apprenticeship there, and mm. she was so happy to, to have got a place there. Yeah. And they're so passionate. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just lovely, and yeah. you can feel that when you go there. It's so alive, isn't it? Yes. And you can go every week for a year, and it's different. Yes. There's something different, and you can find something different. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I always find it inspiring. It is inspiring, isn't it? And also, yeah. his style of gardening is nice, because it's very... Um, it's a bit laissez-faire, isn't it? Oh, you know? totally, yeah. I, I think... Um, as I've got older, I've got into kind of leaving things where they go. So when things seed themselves, yeah, I let them stay where they've gone. Yeah, and and it just it just works so much better. Yeah, and um, you know those um, those very tall verbenas that are very fashionable at the moment. Yes, um, people Architectural grow them plants. Yeah, in great swathes. In yeah, they're good. At yes. The back. Well, um, they have a natural thing of seeding themselves all over the shop. And I decided to leave them where they were. And actually, although the suede's are lovely, they look stunning the way they just pop up, pop up between all these the other sh clumps <coughs> of plants and other colours. It's just lovely. And then you get a lovely surprise every year because you don't yeah, know what's coming. you don't coming. know what's going to pop up next. Yeah. And where. Yeah, no, exactly. I love that. I think that's yeah. a really nice idea. Yeah, me too. <sighs> be nice if we had... Well, I don't know. We needed this rain. We've oh, definitely. Two definitely. days of rain. And um, I think the garden is already looking better for it, if I'm honest with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Very perky this morning. And did you um, do you know the lovely postman? Well, all our postmen in Rye are, are lovely. They are. They're all very friendly, but aren't they? We, we love the young one. I say we. I'm speaking on behalf of the female population. Okay. Well, it might include you as well, I suppose. Why not? Um, do you know the lovely young one that wears shorts all the year round? Very good looking. Oh. Very good looking. Oh, and I do. He is yes, I such do. a lovely, lovely man. Um, he often will stand on the doorstep going through your post saying, oh, bin that, or don't open that till Sunday, and oh, that looks worried, mm. worrying. Mm. And yesterday when it was pouring with rain, I opened the door. There he was. The rain was running down his face. And I, I just sort of, oh, quick, quick, he's, he's in a rush. And he actually stood there and we had a conversation. In the rain? In the rain. And, and it was running run. down his face and he was smiling and saying, well, it's only water. And yeah, oh my God, the gardens really need it, really need it, don't they? Look at those plants. I'm They're really happy. Now. Isn't that sweet? Mm. I mean, that's, that's really yeah, no, exactly. uplifting. That's we need want, people like that, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. We do. Our post is very, um, very friendly. Yes, I've found them all nice, actually. The only thing I will say is that we still get junk mail. Well, th the thing and is... And I have signed that off so many times. I've gone online. I've said I don't want it. I've done that twice. I've been into the post office mm, place. Mm. I've said I don't want it, and I still get it. Well, what I would say about Sometimes that Sometimes I put it back in the post box. Oh, why don't you? Do you? Furious. Yes, I do. Oh, good. Well, that's fine. But I have to say that this sort of era we're living in, mm. this age, I think we need to s be prepared to compromise on things. And if the, cheap, the Royal Mail, whatever they're called now, Inc. if they're paid to deliver junk mail and that helps them to keep going... 
because we need them because we can't, won't be so reliant on other means of delivery and you do you know, have a that's point coming there. in the future you do have so a point i think we need to support support them and i don't mind it goes straight into the recycling and goes back to so yes. i don't mm. mind at all actually um but yeah, it's a much it's a very sort of healthy and philosophical way of looking at it justine well i think this is the way we need to we need to go and i was thinking how i got very cross with with um, Sheffield Registry Office this morning, because I can't, you can't speak to anyone on their website. There's nowhere to speak to anyone or email anyone. So oh, I had to ridiculous. write a letter, and I thought, well, that's fine. It's fine because we do expect to do everything now, don't we? We yeah. we think I'll phone someone, and you expect to phone them and speak to them, and. Every now and again, you come up against something, don't you? Somewhere, some website yes. or some company. Yes. You just can't. Sheffield? That's my second one. Sheffield Registry Well, office. I am. Um, I requested a copy of a birth certificate for my great-grandmother, oh. who had the lovely name of Isabella Caroline Howard. What a lovely name. A lovely name. And she was born in Sheffield, and I... I'm tracing that part of the family, so I requested her birth certificate, copy of it, online, mm -hmm. paid the £12. This is about three weeks ago, and I haven't heard a thing. And I couldn't get anywhere on the phone. It's all press one, press five, and all that, and no one to speak to. And then if you tap on the send a message or yeah. make an inquiry, nothing yeah. happens. Ah. So there we are. I wrote a letter. How about that? That's amazing. And I, I found a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's still in date, this 70p, stamp. 70p, a first-class stamp costs Is that right? Days. 70p. Well, mm. I hope it's okay because I stuck an old one on it. had a dinosaur on it. I mean, literally. <laughs> it was a sort of... I think it was when they had a theme of celebrating children's books. Oh, right, okay. And it was a long time oh, ago. Okay. But yes. hopefully it'll still, still get through. Well, hopefully maybe next time we'll hear whether or not you received the um, bus. I will, and I'll keep you posted on that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Unintended. I know. Not, 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 uh, yeah. Um, anyway. You've been listening to live, recorded live, live with Timberlina in the kitchen. And Justine. In Rye. Justine bought Timberlina. Justine bought Timberlina some eco coconut scourers. They're available from www.ecoconut.com. They are not the sponsors of this show. If you like this music, you can also buy Tim Red in a piano arrangement by Phil Law. A track called Existential Anguished Morbid Blues. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Live from Rye.